This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor. With mixed market bet builders, in-play betting and a selection of welcome offers, make sure your Premier League is spent with BetVictor's premier betting app. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds, small town Welsh football club, is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Hello everybody and welcome back to the latest episode of the Turfcast podcast pre-game show with me, Joe Eben, the head of another massive, massive game for Burnley this weekend down at Vicarage Road. Yeah, like I said, massive. It's one of them games that's not going under the radar, but because we've put ourselves in a good position again, people aren't like as sort of like anxious about it or they don't seem to be anyway. I think people are feeling a bit more confident maybe. I think that's probably the best way of putting it. But when you look at sort of like the remaining fixtures that some of the other teams have and the the remaining fixtures that we have, it's another massive game. And if you look at the league table, we can go obviously a further three points clear of Everton this weekend, which will make it five. The chances are they're going to get beat at home to Chelsea. But Jamie Carragher said something the other day on, I think it was Monday Night Football, he said Burnley are currently two points above Everton. If after Everton's next two games and Burnley's next two games, because we've got easier games, they've got quite two difficult games. Um, he said, if the gap is still two points between them and Burnley, I would fancy Everton to catch Burnley. And he, he said that and I immediately thought, shit, he's, he's probably right. These two games are massive for us. So we've already won two on the bounce. We, we kind of need to make it three or at least, at the very least, minimum, 
pick up four points from the next two. That's the way I see it anyway, because if Everton are still within touching distance when we've got to play Spurs, and I think they've got Watford away, and then I think they've got someone at home, which is a winnable game. I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, yeah, I think they could get six points from then two games. But look, listen, we've put ourselves in, in with a brilliant chance. We've been poor all season, um, apart from three games in February. Um, obviously, the Brighton, Spurs and Palace games, and then the last three games. Um, so we've managed to get ourselves, obviously, seven points from the last three games. Could have been nine, should have been nine. But we need to keep that momentum going. You know, we, it can't be another false dawn like it was in February because we, we did so well in February and then we just fell off the boil again. I think we lost five out of the next four. Sorry, four out of the next five. We just went terrible. Um, but now, you know, I think we've got 11 points out of 15. I think I saw a stat the other day. We're going to a team, and I don't like this stat. I do not like this stat that I'm about to give you, but I'm going to a team. We are going to a team, sorry, that has won just two games at home all season. They have been poor and the only other positive result was a draw so they've out of uh, 16 home games they've lost 13 and they've only picked up points in three of them one of them was against man united you remember that 4-1 um and a draw against um newcastle if i remember right and i can't remember the other one but Look, last time out when they played at home, they played Leeds. Obviously, a team down there with us, a team that we can catch this weekend and we can go above this weekend with a win. And Leeds dicked them 3-0. So if we go to Watford and get beat or go to Watford and you know don't pick up the three points, when Leeds are picking up the three points, Everton could potentially pick up the three points later on this season, then we only have ourselves to blame if we go down. And I mean that in the greatest of respect to Watford because they've clearly not been good enough at home this season. So that's what we need to do. We need to keep the momentum going. We need to get a win. I've... It's, <laughs> I'm not going to go as far as saying it's must win now because I think we've we, we've we've gone past that with the way that we've we've got ourselves not out of trouble. Of course, we're not out of trouble, but with the way that we've given ourselves a fighting chance. Um, but the next f- two games, as I said, is 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 a four points minimum because we need to be clear of Everton by the time that the fixtures sort of like turn for them because we've got some really tough fixtures coming up. Then they've got a couple of easier ones, and then they've got some difficult ones towards the end of the season as well. Um, we've, I'm not going to bring up uh, the league table and stuff too much. A, because I do it quite early on in the chat with these lads coming up in a second. And B, I've, I've done it every week. So you know what the fixtures are now. Um, well, I say that. I, I couldn't remember Everton's fixtures or what for Leeds' fixtures off the top of my head early, earlier on. But we've done it so many times. We know what we need to do. We win our games now and we'll be okay. We've, we are back in... It's back in our own hands. Obviously, Everton have got a game in hand as well, but you know they've got to play Chelsea. Leeds have got to play Man City um, and Arsenal, and so and Everton have got to play Arsenal as well. So you know it really is in our own hands. We have the more favourable fixtures. We can get out of this. Do I think we will? Ask me again after Saturday. Ask me again after Saturday. Um, like I said, we've given ourselves a brilliant... At least we're in the conversation now. We weren't in the conversation. When we sacked Dash, I remember a lad said at work, because I was in work the day after, a lad said at work, well, that's the bottom three done, isn't it? And I felt you know, obliged to agree. I was like, yeah, I can't really see us getting out of it. But Jackson deserves a lot of credit. I don't think he's done too much. That's what he said himself. He hasn't done too much. The players have been saying he hasn't done too much. He's just given them the freedom and confidence, which is a lot of adjectives that the players use in interviews. 
to, to let them be themselves again. Um, again, I won't go too much into that because I went in, into that in the, the Wolves post-game show. Uh, if you do want to watch that, it's on the YouTube channel. If you're listening on the podcast, of course, it's on the podcast app as well if you missed it. Um, and also, I brought the Match Day vlog back. I don't know if you're... You know, you've not you've missed it uh, for whatever reason, or you're just a podcast listener uh, and you don't really do things online um, in in terms of the watching of our YouTube. But we we brought a match day vlog back for the Wolves game, and of course, it ended up being a good day to bring the vlog back for. Um, so if you do want to see that, please feel free to give it a shout, leave a like, leave a comment, and if you're watching this on YouTube as well, please leave a like, leave a comment. It helps the algorithm fantastically. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do. Uh, we're on the road to 1,000 now. We've just gone past 900, um, so, you know, not far to go now to 1,000. Uh, and 1,000 is the big milestone on YouTube. I say that, that the, the fact the 1,000 is where you can monetize the channel, um, but you get pennies when you've only got 1,000, and you need a certain amount of watch hours as well, which I don't think I have, to be fair. Uh, but 1,000 is, is the goal at the minute, so if you could just... Give us a nudge along that road. That'd be fantastic. But um, we'll get into the to the, into the show properly now. Then, of course, I've had some Watford fans on. That's always what we like to do on this show. Sometimes we don't manage to get some fans on, but this time, thankfully, we have. And these boys have been on the show before, and they were very, very, very well received the last time they were on. It's Justin and Carlos from the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Watford podcast. And these lads are always very, very good value. And if you're thinking of turning off, because maybe you thought, oh, I can't really be bothered listening to, to some Watford lads, trust me, I went into this interview with them. I say interview, casual chat. I went into this casual chat with them, kind of thinking, oh, Burn, typical Burnley, you know, we'll go somewhere like Watford and get beat after the perfect run we've just been on, um, a team that's only won twice all season, and we'll go there and get beat. It would just be typical of Burnley, but when you listen to what they say about their club over the next 20, 25 minutes, you will come away thinking, we can do this. And that's exactly what I did. I had a chat with these boys. They're great value. They're just a little bit depressed when it comes to the football club at the minute. Um, but they'll make you think that Burnley can win this game. So let's get into it. And just like that, joining us from the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, the Watford podcast and YouTube channel. You've met them before. They were everybody's favourite guests on the show so far this year. It's Carlos and Justin. How are you doing, boys? You all right? We yeah, are nice. good. Nice to know we were yeah. favourites. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, it... it no one's officially said my favourites, but there was so much positivity after you two were on it. Like so many people, oh, these Watford lads are class. So I just, I just presumed. He's probably right. Have you seen? He gives me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take it though. I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. yeah. Uh, I know it's probably something you don't want to do, lads, but we're going to have to do it. Let's talk about Watford. Let's talk about Watford because it's when when you last came on Burnley Watford were very close, and up until recently of our recent upturning form, we were very close as well. But now it, it does look like you are getting cut adrift. I'll just quickly bring the, the table on screen uh, for those watching. Again, lads, feel free to look away if you want. Uh, Watford currently second bottom on 22 points after 33. Then come Everton, who played one game less on 29 points. And then Burnley in 17, 33, played 31. Then Leeds, who are still in it, I believe, uh, on 33 and 34. And then Villa, potentially... Probably not. They'd have to lose every single game between now and the end of the season. But last time you came on, boys, it was like you, I think Hodgson had just been appointed. There was mm. a little bit of optimism about it. You did all right at the turf. It was nil-nil, a frustrating game, a typical Dash and, and Hodgson game, really. Um, but since then, you know, it's not really gone too well, has it? Is that a fair assessment? Yep. <laughs> that's, that's uh, more than fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been terrible. It's been absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, season to forget, really. And now... 
I think the feeling amongst Watford fans is let's just cut it off. Let's just cut it off and go down. There's no kind of, oh, well, we still might be able to win some games and stay up. Nobody wants that. Everyone just wants to, you know, finish now. Can we just pack up and go home and let's start next season in the championship? That's that uh, what I'm picking up. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I will happily give Burnley three points so that they, they stay up as long as Everton come down. I would yeah, love I've nothing seen, more. I've seen nothing a few more. Watford fans tweet that. I have seen a few Watford fans tweet that. Is there a weird hatred with Everton that I'm not aware of? Or is yeah, it just just, just over um, over the Marco Silva time when he was a ah, manager okay. at our club and there was a, yeah, a, a big hoo-ha over that. Um, and the fact that Everton fans think they're a massive club. Um, so, yeah, for me... Now, I've done it now. For me, with, for me, not, we're not scratch guys. Send it to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're um, we're down. Um, you can just uh, any yeah. team that plays plays like we do at home and doesn't get the results is always going to be in trouble. The fact that we've also stopped scoring goals and we're still conceding goals at the, at the rate of knocks we are, it, you know, it's inevitable really for for me that we're we're going to get relegated. And I, and I think long term it's actually the best thing that we can do is to go down and, and get a proper reset because in our, in our current format, I'm so tired and bored of watching, watching us. And and for me to say that, and, and I know Justin's the same for me it's to terrible, say that yeah. is, it's, it's, awful. It, it's, it's, it's awful. It's awful. It is, bad. is that, is that on Hodgson that, or has it been like not that pre Hodgson as well? Not so. No. No, 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 but he hasn't really done much to change it. To be honest, I mean, yeah, he's kept a couple of clean sheets, to be fair. Um, but the football's turgid. Um, the players aren't interested. I think they're already on the beach, and I think they have been since Christmas, if I'm being honest. Um, I, I, yeah, it's not solely on Roy, but he hasn't really endeared himself to the fans either. He's um, <laughs> one of the least likable managers we've had for a long time. And we've had a lot really? of managers. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, no, he's not like fair assessment. Yeah. Carlos, you mentioned the home form. Yep. And I don't know if this stat is correct. I saw it on Twitter yesterday. I believe you've lost fourteen of sixteen games at home this season. Yeah, is we've that won. Correct. Yeah, yeah, we've won won two home games all season. The first first game of the season against Villa, which on another day we would have lost, won that three two. Although being three 0 up, and then we beat a really poor Oli Golashelska's Man United. As oh a, yeah, as I remember a, that. Yeah, as a second result, uh, it, it's been it's been on. And Justin doesn't we did draw undercut to Newcastle. this. We did draw. Oh to yeah, Newcastle. we drew to we drew to Newcastle, but. You know, for wins, you know, when when you're talking about staying up in a division and, and you know your home form for any club our size, you know, in, include Burnley and in that your home form's so important, and we've yeah. just been nowhere near it this season. We've we've had I'm tired of saying how many must-win games, and it it's getting bandied around now down, down here. It, oh, Burnley's a must-win, is it? Bollocks! It's it's not must-win. We had so many of them. It, it's not yeah. must-win. I hope I I generally and I mean this. I hope Burnley win. And that's terrible for me to say. I hope Burnley win. I'm sure Just... we can come to some sort of an agreement. Yeah, yeah. as long as everything yeah. come down, I'm happy. I'm happy. So what's the problem with the home form then? Because you mentioned we're playing in a certain way at home and not getting the results. Is it too attacking? Is it too defensive? What is it? It's not anything. It's just not anything. No, it's no plan. No, no. I can see. It seems to be you guys go out there and do something. It doesn't seem to have any plan whatsoever. Um there's no consistency, you know. Dennis was pretty good until Christmas. I think he's his head got turned by the whole Afcon thing. 
Um, yeah. He's been massively inconsistent since. Um, you know, Saar's been injured. When he does play, he doesn't look like he's influencing the game. Sissoko seems to run around quite a lot, but not do anything else. Um, it's just it's one of the worst squads I can remember for, for a long time. You know, if any of those players get sold, I'm not going to worry. Um, see you later. Saar, anyone, go take them. Let's, let's just start again. Start again. It feels like, um, I don't know, like a... Just you just want to get rid of everything. Everything must go like a fire sale. Please take yeah. these players. Let's start again. I, I'm not attached to any of them. Perhaps that's not quite true. Imran loser. I quite like Kamara, um, Joe Pedro. Yeah, those those guys. But anybody else, take them, please. Yeah, let's start again. It's interesting you say that about Dennis because I feel like we're in a similar position with Corner. Um, he has mm. had a few good games here and there, but since Afcon, he, he has been quite poor, and he has he is injured again now. Or apparently, he might be back for this weekend. But we play quite well without him, although we were quite narrow. So that'll be an interesting debate uh, to see if people want Corner to come back in. But um, yeah, let's just have a look. I know you've we've talked about your home form, but it, it's it, you're having quite a big say on who goes down, don't you? Because your last few home games, all right, Brentford are probably safe. Well, definitely safe now. They're yeah, they're safe. But at, at yeah. that time, they've before they beat us, I think they could get dragged into it, but then they beat us, and then they've just been really, really good since, to be fair to them. Obviously, lost against Leeds, 3-0 at home, um, which is one. Uh, uh, Arsenal, that one's not really a big one. Palace, again, they could have got dragged into it at that point. But obviously, you've got Everton to play as well. And uh, obviously, if Burnley, as a Burnley fan, I'm looking at this game and thinking it is a chance of three points. If Leeds can go there and win 3-0, and then we get beat there, for example, and then Everton go and win there 3-0, we've only got ourselves to blame, haven't we? Yeah. 100%, have, yeah. We're giving goals away, mate. It's come yeah. and help yourself. Come and help yeah. yourself to points at Vicarage Road. Yeah, well, that's interesting because we don't score too many goals, but if you're giving them away, we're still we quite strong at the back. We're still quite strong at the back, but we're not scoring too many goals. Of, of we, course, recently we've scored three and two. Our, our big issue is if, if uh, we concede first, we'll, we'll go chasing the game and we'll leave gaps. So, I yeah. mean, that, that's been the key for this season. Any, any team that scored first uh, has gone on to be quite comfortable you just mentioned Leeds there yeah um 20 minutes of that game we were all over them and you know you're thinking oh here we go this could be good same with Brentford all over them um but as soon as we concede we just seem to go chasing and it, it's them that we don't have that plan of, of how yeah. to manage games it, it's yeah I mean it, honestly it's so poor I can't even I, I, yeah I'm sitting Which, in my car I should have a I should have a <laughs> I should have a hose pipe through the window, really, the way I'm feeling today, just to let you know. You're absolutely dejected, mate, honestly. The, the, the yeah. tone around the ground is not one of happiness. It really no. is. Yeah, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of your watch alongs, Carlos. So I do I do I do watch them uh, when I when I when I see them pop up. And I have I have felt recently that I think I remember watching one recently. I can't remember which one it was, but you started off full of optimism <laughs> and a couple of goals later, I think you just went to the pub at half time or yeah, that's it. second half yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, yeah. this this isn't good. This isn't a good feeling, but I understand it because we were like that up until three games ago. Mm. And I think last time we were, we were on a podcast together, whether it was ours or your space on Twitter, I can't remember, we were both sort of like saying, yeah, we're both going down, fair enough. So we kind of felt it. But obviously recently we've had an upturn in form and I want to talk to you about that because obviously the news was everywhere, Burnley sacked Sean yeah. Dyche, oh my God, Burnley don't sack managers, what they're doing sacking managers. What were your thoughts on the sacking of Sean Dyche when it first happened and is the results, in your opinion, kind of justifying it? Well, I was massively surprised, I've got to be honest, because mm. as you just oh, said, right. I, I think if you were going looking at going into the championship, Sean Dyche has got previous with you guys getting you straight back up. And I think he, he he's built for that league in the sense of what he gives you. 
So yeah. for, for that, absolutely, I couldn't believe you'd actually got rid of him. I, and I thought that was the nail in your coffin. But for whatever reason, somehow, I, I must admit, you're starting to play now. So if if you if that keeps you up, that's the roll of the dice. That's, that's what it, that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, hundred percent. We we do it too often, um, mm. and it doesn't pay off. If you if you're doing it calculated, it's a calculated risk, and it pays off for you. You know, fair play, fair play. Immediately as well, there was a very small groundswell of we'd have him back at the Vic as well. I was just just going to I'd ask you that. I was just going to yeah. ask you that because obviously he, he's looking like you're going to go down unless you have a ridiculous upturn in form. Obviously, he's going to be in the championship next season. So, would you both take him back? Yeah, yeah, I would. Um, Justin would probably say that. I, I, I think for Sean Dyche as well. For Sean Dyche as well. What team in the Premier League? Let's look at next season. Is actually going to take it not a risk because it isn't a risk, but is going to probably give Sean Dyche a job. He's probably going to have to go back to the championship to start again. Um, the only reason that we wouldn't take it and we wouldn't get him is because of our our setup with the ownership, how we operate yeah. as a club. You know, he he got sacked on on that basis. So would he come back? You know, I'm I'm doubtful of it, but I, I would certainly take him. Mm. I don't know. I think I would, but I think there are other options out there. I'd like to know what all the options are first, and then yeah. if the others don't tick any boxes. Um, but would he fit in with the whole being told what to do by a technical director? Oh, I don't know. Yes, it, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't particularly like the idea of a technical director coming in at Burnley, and I think that's apparently is part of the reason. It's just it's results as well, mainly. But mm. that and being told what to do, and I'm not sure because obviously Watford is a team full of internationals and things like that. I'm not sure Dennis, for example, would would, would like someone coming in and telling him not to wear ripped jeans or or not to wear <laughs> headphones or you know stuff like that, which Dice does. And Maxwell Corners. That's not going to be a problem next season because Dennis ain't going to be He's going to be playing for Arsenal or someone else. It's one of them. The way that Dash operates is it's like a a totalitarian. You've got to, you you do what he says. You're not allowed Mm. to wear ripped jeans. You're not allowed to wear headphones. Maxwell Corner was banned from coming to training in his Lamborghini, apparently, and that didn't go down well. So I think when you are a club in disarray, and I use that term loosely for Watford because, you know, you've been promoted, fair enough, and you're going back down, but it kind of, could work somebody coming in just saying, right, we're starting from the beginning. This is how we're going to do things here. And it might work for a season or two, but I think it will soon wear thing. I think that is ultimately what happened at Burnley. I just think it wore thin. Mm. Someone needs to tell him. Someone needs to yeah. tell him. Yeah, I, I like that. I don't think there's enough of that about nowadays, no. honestly and truthfully. I, I, I quite like that. You know, all right, if, if he's banning him from turning up in his Lamborghini, maybe that's a bit much. But if if you're representing the club and he's saying, you know, don't turn up in ripped jeans and, and so forth, have yeah. a bit of pride about yourself. I haven't got a massive issue with that. I'd, I'd lo- you know, I'd love that at the moment at our club, yeah. just just with the football inside of it. But yeah. Yeah, he was on the, uh, the High Performance podcast with Jay Humphries not long ago. I don't know if you've ever listened to it. And he was saying on there, like, you are representing the club. So it is that sort of ideology. I just think when you're starting to bring players like Corny and Veghorst in and you're coming in and, and you're yeah. telling them that you can't do certain things, I don't really think it's going to work. But Loads of success for the last 10 years, so I can only thank him for that. But what do you think of our upturn in form there? Obviously, you've probably been looking at our results and getting a little bit pissed off, if we're being honest with you. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> apologies for that. But um, why do you think we've suddenly turned turned it on? Do you think it's a, a different... Because we're still playing a basic 4-4-2, really. Um, mm. But they're just playing with a little bit more freedom. And that's interesting. A lot of the players have used the word freedom in post-match interviews and a few players have, have, have said the terms shackles off and things like that. And, and confidence is one of the main terms. So it's interesting, isn't it? Why, why do you think we've suddenly turned it on? We've probably got a new manager bounce, I'd have thought. That, yeah, yeah, well, happens. 
Um, yeah, so we, we don't actually have the new manager yet. It's it's just the under twenty threes lad. I just I, I'm well, not sure what it is. A new voice at the top, maybe. Yeah, you know, it's 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 that's that might be a new focus for them or something. Um, we never seem to get a new manager bounce. We certainly didn't have it under Roy um, or Claudio. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, apart from that, I have to say I don't really follow Burnley that much to know it, the inside track on it. You'd probably know better than than I do on that. I've, I yeah. think sometimes it's about you know like you know galvanizing everyone and getting them all as a as a group. I think over a, over a, a long season, you know, especially with what it's felt like ages now. I think the Afcon thing didn't really help with that with us. But I think when you when you get everyone pulling in the same direction, uh, finally, you know, and and Sean maybe leaving the club, they've all got together, they've all got in a huddle and said, look, you know, we've got we've still got an opportunity here. It's in our hands. Let's have a go. And sometimes when you kind of got that. You're not playing with that pressure because it's almost like a it doesn't matter attitude. Yeah. Sometimes that's the best way. You know, you see it sometimes when teams get relegated, they they, they play with all those shackles off and they'll go yeah. and beat the team who's top. Uh, you know, you're seeing it in the championship at the moment uh, with Fulham not picking up results because you know they've they've won the league, so they've they've dropped they've dropped a pace and it, it works the other way as well. I think sometimes so maybe that's a little bit of it. The shackles are off and they're able to express themselves a little bit more. Yeah, fair enough. Does it make it difficult to, to know what to expect from Burnley this weekend? Because normally you go into a game against Burnley and you know no, you're going to no, win. No, you're going you're gonna to win. <laughs> there, <laughs> you go. Cross, there you go. <laughs> Everybody that's turned up bar three has won this season at Vicarage. You're, you'll be getting the song, How Shit Must You Be If We Win At Home. I'm telling you that much. Yeah. 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 Well, honestly, I, I, yeah. I remember we were talking about how bad your defence was the last time you was on the show and you mm. hadn't kept a clean sheet all season, if I remember rightly. Yeah, yeah. Q, yeah. Q, Q Burnley giving you a clean sheet. What Burnley nil, Watford nil. And this is what worries me as a Burnley fan. I know Burnley fans, every fan says the same thing. If you want a record broken, invite Burnley to your ground. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of them. And I'm worried that now this stat is being banded around that it yeah. might end up biting us on the arse. Yeah, it's, I mean... It will mean so little to us if we win, though. I'm not being mm. disrespectful to Burnley in any way whatsoever, but we're already resigned to relegation. So it's really not going to mean a lot to us if we win a game. We certainly won't be, you know, celebrated. It'll just be, oh, I've, well, it'll be next week that we're relegated. Then, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we're, we're probably two or three weeks too late if we started putting runs together. I mean, we've got, yeah. we've got the, the Burnley game, which is... You know, on paper we should do something because we're at home, but we won't. Then we go. Uh, I think it's away to Palace. Um, again, can't see us getting much out of that one. And then Everton at home. So I, I think we're we're a couple of weeks too late. Yeah, um, it's three winnable games, though. In, yeah, they are. Palace they're, they're, are on the beach. Everton and Burnley are down there with you. Yeah, they they are. Um, for us to stay up would be not not just a mirror. I mean, it, it is somebody walking on water. It, it, it's mm. it would really be that talk about great escapes. It would be the greatest of escapes. Um, and I I just from what I see week in and week out, there isn't enough togetherness in that team, enough quality in that team to to get us over the line. So so what I've gone for is is the second ribbon, which is if we're going down, let's bring Everton with us. Um, that that's that's what 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 my season now is is resting on. <laughs> the other thing as well is the only real recent spark of creativity, Cucho Hernandez is injured. He was the one that was kind of making a difference and you thought, well, if we could keep him fit and if we can, you know, thread the ball through to him, something might happen. But even that little lifeline's been cut off now as well. So yeah. it's just it's like waiting for an operation or something. Yeah, he 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 was quality against Southampton. 
you know, oh, run, he was. Run, yeah, 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 really, really. And, and do you know what? If we'd had him firing sort of mid-season, maybe again, maybe there's there's uh, would have been an opportunity for us there, but. He just hasn't played enough games. Uh, he, he's been brought in too late. The, the management situation doesn't help that because managers come in and go, right, who's who here? You know, who, you know, and you, it's almost like you're, you're resetting again. So there's there's yeah. no consistency within it. Um, and we, you, you guys might not know this from the Burnley side, but this very much feels when we were relegated the last time from the Premier League, which was during the COVID situation, we did we did a similar thing, you know, we, we with regards to the management change. And this has got a very much same feel to it on on how we're how we're going down. We you know, we're going down with a bit of a whimper at the moment. But yeah, our our director uh, or our owners, whatever it is, just don't seem to be learning lessons. Um and they need to quickly. Yeah, fair enough. My next question was actually going to be any injuries or suspensions. Obviously, you've mentioned the lad there. Is there any more that we Did that you? we need to know about? Mm, not that I can think of. Anybody no, no. I think everybody else is everybody else is in. Um, just can... just your most creative player that's injured then. Yes, yeah. Just the only yeah, person that's enough. been scoring Basically. goals recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One yeah. glimmering light has been snuffed out. So <laughs> now we're just watching players that have played fortunes running around and not talking to each other and not passing to each other and it's horrible to watch honestly yeah. it's just it's, yeah. I can't remember a season like that. I've been going since 85 and there have been some poor seasons but this one is right at the top for um, a disconnection from the fans and the club uh, players that really don't seem very interested results um, home form you name it nothing has been positive about this mm. season that I can give you mm. off the top of my head Really, you, you, we can deal with we can deal with relegation. We just can't deal. The, the thing that frustrates everyone is the the performances and the manner in which we're being relegated. It's just nobody gives a toss, you know. And you, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, whether you're a Burnley fan, Man United fan, whatever, it doesn't. It, 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 as a football fan, and you, you you pay your money, you just want to see them try and give a bit and give us stuff. And we're not seeing that, and that's something that um, uh, you know I don't remember seeing for a very long time. In fact, I've really struggled to look back at a, a group of players that have not given a shit as much as this lot, um, and and that's the that's the most frustrating and worrying thing for for us. Yeah, fair enough. I do feel for you because we. I, at I, least I felt the exact same way. Up at least this is a, at least this is positive. Hey, this has been a <laughs> yeah, nice positive yeah. chat. I like this. Yeah. Are we still your favourite guests? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. You might be sending a few people south. We'll see. I, like I said, like I said, I, I do feel for you because like the Brentford game, I went down to that one and I felt the exact same. They didn't give a shit. They were okay, but they just weren't any fight in them. The Norwich game was the final straw for me. Going to Carroll Road and losing two nil. Mm. And just being absolutely dreadful, and that of course was a final straw for for Alan Pace. Obviously, Dice got the sack not long after that. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you're not feeling too positive, so I don't know if I should ask you this question next. Do but it. just do it. Predictions. Oh, oh well, there you go. Um, we'll lose. Is my prediction. I don't know by how many, but we'll lose. I can't see. It. I mean, our home form is that bad. I just can't see us turning it on, and and even scoring. Never yeah, mind. yeah. Tra- traditionally, we don't keep clean sheets, so you, you, you've definitely got, got. I mean, if you score first, you'll you'll go on to win two or three one. I think we might get a goal, but yeah, I'll two one to Burnley. When did we last score at home, Carl? Can you remember? Uh, Brentford. Oh, Brentford, and before that, now you're asking. 
and you're asking. So there you go. I mean, we don't even score at home. Never mind win. Mm. You know, it's it's just impossible. Yeah, <laughs> I have actually got your results Arsenal, on screen. Yeah, yeah I was going to say Arsenal. it's Arsenal, yeah. yeah. Arsenal, yeah. Two against Arsenal. March, early March, yeah. that was. Yeah. yeah. Scored yeah. two against Arsenal. Um, but lads, I came into this thinking, oh, you know, I'm worried about this because some of your interviews, well, interviews from the players are coming out saying, oh, it's last chance, you know, we have to win. And like you said, some of the fact, like you said, it's been branded around, it's must win. I got a little bit worried when I saw that your players were, were fighting. Obviously, they're not going to come out and don't say, be. Yeah, shit, we're not going don't down. Be. Going down. <laughs> I, I was worried, but I'm feeling a lot better, lads. So it's propaganda, mate. It's propaganda from the club. Don't be. The media that comes out of that club, you, you might as well. Yeah, don't don't listen to it. Listen to us. We know what's going on. Do not scratch your eyes. Knows what's going on. Yeah. And you burn. You burn. All the all the guys travelling down. Do not fear. Enjoy yourself. Have a lovely day out in Watford, and you'll you'll take some some free points home and some goals as well. I'm sure. Fingers crossed. Well, for us anyway. But yeah, we'll yeah. wrap it up here. Obviously, it's been a good chat. Just want to let everyone know where they can find you. In the pub, mainly these days. <laughs> Got a drink um, problem. Yeah. Um, anywhere. We're available anywhere. We're on Twitter uh, at DNSYE underscore podcast. We're on uh, every platform you can think of for podcasting. Uh, YouTube yep. channel is the same as Twitter, I believe. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, yeah. And um, if not, we'll probably I'll, see uh, you. I'll, yeah. I'll tag you in on the uh, the. Uh, the vlog for this one. Yeah, I'll, I was just uh, going to say, I was yeah, just gonna yeah. say, if you do want to check the guys out, I very, I definitely recommend the vlog. Definitely recommend the vlog. Unless they win, of course. Leave it yeah. out and then watch Yeah, then I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what to say. We're going, yeah, I'll be in shock. How do we react yeah. to that? Oh, it's been so yeah. long. Yeah. yeah, are you coming down, by the way? Are you, uh... Unfortunately not. The missus is on a Hindu uh, this weekend, and I'm pretty oh. frustrated with it all because she's on a Hindu this weekend, which means I can't get a sitter. And then for the next couple of away games, I think she's on a Hindu for one, I think against Tottenham, and then the Villa game, I think I'm working. So I'm pretty frustrated oh. with it, to be honest. Nice. Oh, dear. But it is what it is. Well, Serves me right for having a kid. Anyway, whether you come down or not, enjoy the points on Saturday. Um, yeah, well, I'll be watching it probably in this very room. So oh, fingers okay. crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed. But yeah, well, so well, always good. To, always good to have you on, lads. Thank you. Sorry, it wasn't quite as upbeat <laughs> as last time. Yeah, and, uh, you know, yeah. like you've made me feel better. Well, that's if, good. If you can take well, anything yeah. from it. Yeah, you've made me feel better. That's that's, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. and the downside is we won't be doing this again for at least another season because you'll stay up. We'll go down. Um, enjoy, not, um, enjoy. Fingers Luton. crossed. I, I've got. I've just got to say before you, I do, you uh, honestly, to the Burnley fans, I hope you do stay up because whatever happens, please, everyone say a prayer. Do whatever you got to do. We have to get something together where Everton come down to the Championship. Cross your fingers. Cross everything. Everton coming down, please. That that will cheer me up. I don't mind going down there. Yeah, Everton fans, yeah. send him your hate. Not do not yes, send please. Your yes, please. <laughs> we do actually have an Everton fan that listens to this religiously, but that was because he, he liked Sean Dyche. I'm not sure he still listens anymore. Obviously, if he does <laughs> listen, he'll hear this and he'll message me. Um, but you know, it's been mad. This this week, like Burnley were traditionally hated by everybody. It's like, oh, get them out of the Premier League, small tin pot, play the shite way, get rid of them, get rid of them. Now all of a sudden, Everton are down there with us. Everyone's like, oh, I want Burnley to stay up. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. Newcastle fans, they were giving us loads of shit after they signed Chris Wood and they got I, all this money. Now now they want Everton to go down as well. I don't get that, though, because that's what makes the Premier League the Premier League, that the bottom team on its day yeah, it's, can beat the top team. That's what makes it so good. And without teams like Twitter, what, uh, Burnley, what, yeah, fucking idiots, yeah, I, don't, just, I don't pay attention to it. Keyboard. I'm going to say, I get, I, get I, I bet Watford get it quite a bit as well. Probably not as much mm. as us because we've been around for longer. Obviously. We, we Yeah, but we get, we get the old loan food and... 
changing managers like <laughs> yeah. we change underpants and yeah. you know all, all yeah. of that all of that stuff so yeah fair enough well it's been a good chat from my end boys i've i've enjoyed it thanks oh, for good. don't get me wrong yeah. good yeah i've enjoyed i've vented you know yeah, who knows? You might put a run together and we could send Everton and Leeds down together. And we'll that, see would lovely. Lovely. Yeah. that would be lovely. That would be lovely. If that happens, I'm going to be doing the lottery. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, it's been a good chat. Thanks for joining us, lads. That's no worries. Pleasure, mate. Anytime. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.